The Wrestling Mayhem Show. Since 2006, the pioneer in pro wrestling podcasting. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode 860, Tuesdays. We've been talking about professionalized wrestling. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And with me, the only Mayhemmer who is the future Endeavor letter from the WWE. He is Mad Mike. Oh, Sorg, do you feel a draft in here? I yeah. feel like there's been a draft in here for a couple days. Yeah, yes, yes, Ooh. yes. Some, it, but we're not going to acknowledge it until halfway through the show. Um, also with us, <laughs> representing commentary, he's a, he's a, a one half of the voices of uh, Renegade Wrestling Alliance, Prospect Pro Wrestling, and Revenge Pro out of Erie, Pennsylvania. It is Tony Kincaid. I am, in fact, that person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't confirmed. I don't know. I, uh, you are correct, and. And part owner of the Russell Mayhem show. This is the first time I've been on. Since oh, I that's right. Rats in a trench coat in person via Zoom. <laughs> Mr. Rats in a trench coat to you, sir. I see. How's the neck doing? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's doing great. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, still... you, you just went right for it, Sword. Can't you tell that? I certainly, I mean, I certainly have not. Since we, he's been on last, and you know he took that really bad spear from from Rev a few uh, a, a bit ago. A really bad spear. It freaking shook my entire body. My back's still screwed up. The back's doing better. What's killing me is the fact that I can't sleep more than three hours a night because of Rev Ron Hunt. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that from the guy. Never, still never got an apology. He apologized to the fans. Mm. He didn't apologize to me. But mm. whatever. Mm. We'll deal with that later. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. But anyways, uh, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. You can check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can hit us at that email address. Good times. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can also uh, hit up uh, the website, WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast wherever you would like to do that. And um, wait, is this an old one? It's talking about the super feed and stuff. I don't think this is this is the proper Sorry. one. What is happening Sorry. here? Sorry. What's up? Um, what? What? You have some cheese on I have my cheese on my head. Oh, I came back from Wisconsin. And she sporadically grows on my head. Hold on. Let me take care of it. Hold on a second. There we go. It might come back later. Um, anyways. <laughs> Are you related to Steve Blackman in any way? See, <laughs> I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah. Did, did you meet up with Chester McCheeserton? No. <laughs> oh, my God. I should have been on a search for Chester McCheeserton the whole time. You really should there. have been. Because there, hey, there was nothing else to do in Oshkosh except for the event we were working. Yeah, it's fucking Wisconsin. I told you, you can get an overall sense of it just by the name. Yeah. I have family in Manitowoc. Be nice to Wisconsin. That's not a real word. Manitowoc is a real word. <laughs> Anyway. Mantoc was that jobber that wore the bull's head in the Yeah, ring. yeah. No, that I was couldn't Manit- even get that- in the ring. That was Manitowoc. <laughs> 
Anyways, Gosh. you can uh, uh, hit us up at Mayhem Show. We are here live every Tuesday at 10, uh, about 10, 10 p.m. Eastern after the NXT runover uh, on the Wrestling Man Show Facebook page, on the YouTube page, as well as the Sorgatron Media, Twitch, and the IndieWrestling.us YouTube and uh, Twitch pages uh, where you can uh, join in. And uh, we got an eye out on all those uh, chatters out there as I'm pulling up the facebook one and also thank you to our patreon supporters at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show our friends at the fan of the show level Bo diggity Woo! as well as ed burke team ham and and bobby fj town and the poppy club level oh no this is not the right thing um rats in a trench coat tony kincaid and 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 i don't know why this isn't in the stock i don't think it's been updated um also Dave Potter, spouse of Roost Jewelry Affair at RoostJewelryAffair.com. It's a mouthful. Everybody on Excellent. that level. It's it's weird. Um, and also, thank you to our friends at the Pizza Club level, Doc Remedy, and The Riz, and at the manager level, Bradley. Uh, you guys can support the show, too, at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. All right. Let's get into the news for the week. Uh, first of all. My God, this backlash. <laughs> uh, yeah. My God, Friday yeah. night we were watching. And backlash was sick. <laughs> thankfully, there's nothing else to do in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and Guardians, we were seeing Sunday. And uh, we did a whole other conversation there. And Wait, no spoilers on what team? No spoilers on on, on Guardians. No, oh, no, I'm assuming Guardians. No, we won't spoil. Shit. No, no, we won't spoil Guardians. No, 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 no. And and I don't know. If Everyone dies. <laughs> yeah, I love when people are like, <laughs> "Oh, they're completely doing this, this, and this." I'm like, ah. Um. So, anyways, uh, 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 we watched Friday night. We watched we watched Saturday. Uh, Puerto Rico was freaking crazy off the hook the entire weekend. I loved watching both nights of WWE. Loved, loved, loved. Puerto it. Rico was goddamn lit. That's what it was. Yeah, absolutely, it was so crazy. Um, I want them to go back all the time. I know that we can talk about in a, in a moment about why that may not be happening anytime soon. Um, but man, I really there, there's a there's a thing I've been reading about in, in, in contemplating this idea because I think we talked about last year, last week maybe about how Nick Khan talks about how uh, 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 WrestleMania in LA was intentional because of you know all the execs for the uh, the, the the rights that are up next year right that so they're pretty much holding those meetings now and trying to uh, uh, schmooze them up but also the fact that like and when you talked about the fact that WWE is not going to be on mainland um, for a pay-per-view until SummerSlam. Um, so I mean, but still my, wild to think about, but my God, like you're going from the WrestleMania. That was what it was. Um, that spectacle that that was in their backyard of the people you're trying to impress going to Puerto Rico and, and having the, one of the wildest crowds ever. Um, and, and again, announcing that you're breaking records cause you've never done this much with a backlash before. That's for sure. They're going to do probably something crazy for London for money in the bank. Uh, uh, the Saudi show does what those always do. Plus, they're they're putting a lot of story behind it this time. Um, like to be able to say, "Hey, we're going here and here, here, and here, and doing the biggest takeover, holy crap events." Um, like that's 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 astonishing for them. 
Uh, WWE's just taken their event dick and putting it on the table internationally. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I do have a requirement, though, for the future. <laughs> for um, Puerto Rico or for that event dick? For every pay-per-view, for every premium live event, excuse me. Okay. Um, we always need to run a stadium where the intro can be a drone shot from the outside. Oh my to god! The inside. That oh. was the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like it was somehow a POV shot of you walking into the arena, but at the same time, very much not. And it was one of the coolest shots of the whole weekend, and a weekend filled with really cool shots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, like yeah. it was just awesome. I, I I felt like at a certain point I I kept looking at him like, did they not bring a jib camera and they're just using the drone all night? Because <laughs> no, even... I I think it I think it's the layout of that particular venue mm-hmm. that they were at because there's no there's like most places in the U.S. like in the mainland U.S. have like big ass concourses and stuff like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. between the um and some places when you get like. When you walk in, you're not even at the level where the arena doors are. Like, you have to go up usually a couple flights. Like, MSG, you have to go up, like, four flights before you even get to the 100 level seat. Yeah, and the only thing I can think of something like this working is in the Dallas or SoFi stadiums because there is that thing where you walk in right on the third level, right? So, like, you could completely do something like that there. But I also wonder, um, and I don't know how Puerto Rico is – because I know a lot of places we go for events, um, there'll be don't there there'll be drone activity. I know there was in Wisconsin at the event we were working uh, this weekend, and and it's 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 be, it's very difficult to get that kind of thing in proximity of patrons, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe the rules are looser because you are in Puerto Rico, and again, not main state. Uh, 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 Americas, where the, it seems they're getting locked down more and more every day. Um, I like maybe that was a loose thing they could do because of the arena, because of where they were and the restrictions that were maybe not there on them. Um, because like that was there's there's a lot of log- there's a lot of logistics to make that work, and they freaking did it live. And that's it the was thing. Wonderful. That's the thing go that ahead, shocked go. me about it was like to do that live. Like you can do that shot like with multiple takes like if you have the time to do it mm-hmm. you can do that shot but you had to go through rehearsal of the flight pattern rehearsal of the shot all that stuff but you only have one take to do it so you're essentially doing it like a wrestling match mm-hmm. you screw it up it's live you're just gonna have to deal with it mm-hmm. to still have the gumption to do something that's not really done regularly. I mean, it's it's being done in the NFL because the NFL's outdoor stadiums. It's a lot easier for outdoor venues, of course. But to do that in the situation they were in in Puerto Rico, like, and and it was just it just showed that they were not half-assing this. Mm-hmm. I I felt that's that's how I felt about it. it. Was this was not a pay-per-view premium live event that was put out there um, just as a okay, we need to find a B show, C show to fill space between now and SummerSlam. Um, they put good story behind this. Uh, mm-hmm. I, When I get a chance, I'm going to throw heaps of praise on Bad Bunny. So let me know when that comes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was, I mean, overall. At, at some point, we need to do a new power ranking of celebrities in wrestling. 
Okay, no, number one seriously. is number one is Bad Bunny. Yes. Number two is a blank spot. <laughs> and oh, then no, three no. is Logan Paul begrudgingly. Okay. No, right. no, oh, because hold. because Bad Bunny is in a league of his own. He is pat like when it comes to athleticism, Logan Paul is probably above Bad Bunny. But when it comes to pure passion, I buy Bad Bunny as someone who cares more about this business than Logan Paul because Logan Paul comes off to me as a grifter. Oh yeah, no, definitely. So I, I'd also I'd also throw Stephen Amell in there. This, Stephen Amell's close. I'm, I'm yeah. throwing Stephen yeah, Amell. Yeah. This is this is a good comment. I'm throwing Stephen Wait, Amell. Wait, where does Shaq go? Uh Shaq no, toward the bottom. Toward the bottom. Uh, you know, a little bit above the bottom. He's above Drew know. Carey. He's oh, above Drew wow. Carey. Oh yeah, okay. I said I said toward the bottom. He's not but, at the bottom. This really, this really kind of um, the more and more because I know we would lament uh, uh, in years past about how people don't get opportunities on WrestleMania, and it's kind of not about that anymore um, because it, it's part of that WWE machine. Like you, if you're made, you're made going into WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Um, it feels to me like there's a very not necessarily. I think I think the main event, if you're made, you're made. I think the place to really make yourself is if you get undercard opportunities. Well, undercard, but even your undercard, I, I just remember last year, you know, you had your Johnny Voxville spot, you had your Pat McAfee spot. Like, it's this kind of celebrity yeah, kind but, of... Yeah, but the undercard last year where someone was supposed to be made and probably wasn't because of an injury mm-hmm. was Rick Boogs. Okay, sure. Rick Boogs, that was, that was supposed to be, I think, uh, a showcase piece for him. And unfortunately, with that injury, could've he wasn't been. able Could have been, or could have just I mean, been a... That's sports. That's yeah, sports. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. The the thing yeah. is, you know, to, it takes two to tango. Uh, with Bad Bunny coming in, um, this guy is the biggest music star in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Question. No. No question about it. The stats say it. He's the most streamed artist in the world. He's the most downloaded yeah, artist like in the world. The the only the only person that could get in music that is potentially bigger. Is if Taylor Swift just randomly right. wrestled Rhea Ripley? Right. Like, if Taylor like Swift, yo, give me, give me, <laughs> Tay Tay and Ripley and mommy, Tay Tay and mommy. Hello. That would sell. That would one hundred percent sell. Jeez. But no, it's 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 Bad Bunny and Taylor Swift one two, and you can argue like worldwide it's Bad Bunny. Probably U.S. it's yeah. it's Taylor Swift. Um, and he's going out there and doing a hardcore match with Damian. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, you don't have to. Of- in terms of guys who definitely don't have to do this, but is giving it his fucking all, Bad Bunny's number one with a bullet. Mm-hmm. Far and away. Far and away. Because he doesn't need to do this in the slightest. Can I also give flowers out to Carlito for finally getting his return moment that he deserved a couple mm-hmm. years ago? It wasn't able uh, to get it because of COVID. Carlito and finally got that pop. That, that yes. man deserved. He was an underrated piece during a very lean time in WWE. Uh, he had a great gimmick in I Spin the Face of People Who Don't Want to Be Cool. It was not appreciated. Twitter, like my Twitter, which is just all wrestlers, former WWE, current WWE, uh, Chris Masters posted something. <laughs> uh, he was so happy for Carlito for finally getting his moment. And Absolutely. it was touching. And, it was it meant a lot. And, and Carly is a guy I've seen a couple of times on the Indies. Chris Masters, I just filmed the uh, uh, Mania Weekend as well. And, and those are guys that you know have continued to impress, especially Carlito. I mean, he came back a couple years ago and I'm just like, damn, Carlito, like still in shape, well, really good he, work. He had, like, he had his really delivered comeback. 
he had his rumble comeback during the Thunderdome. Era. That is true. That is true. So that so that's why like he did, but that pop was nuclear. Yes, like like the biggest Apple the the biggest pop that Apple's gotten since fucking Isaac Newton. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, Tina's saying Bad Bunny headlined both nights of Coachella, appeared at the Met Gala. Yeah, that came up. They, they, they was listening mm-hmm. to another podcast and he came up and was like, Bad Bunny's everywhere. This is a tech podcast talking about the Met Gala and Bad yep. Bunny. Um, and and did the street fight. Um, you know what's 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 uh what's what's Dwayne Johnson's excuse for not showing up? So, <laughs> um, no, and and uh, and by the way, I got a link in the uh, Wrestling Mayhem Show group. A really great podcast interview with uh The Rock. Uh, with two, uh, I don't know much about the show, but I think it's like two NFL guys. Um, that and and it's a very very cool uh, hour conversation they have with them about 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 things, including the XFL actually. Um. Yeah, no, I. It, it, but this is this is like that thing, you know. And Logan Paul over my hand, uh, Logan Paul fucking delivers, you know, in the ring. He does. Oh yeah. Oh my oh, yeah. god. No, absolutely. Like as as a performer, uh, I, I will say, I will say, Logan Paul on the microphone mm-hmm. leaves a lot to be desired. Sure. Logan Paul in the ring is absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Like Bad Boy in his segments, he's killed it every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's killed. He's he's he has a perfect record. He, he's more of a performer, yeah. I feel, than Logan Paul, right? Like, well, also it it doesn't hurt Bad Bunny that he's never had. Logan Paul's still trying to run an apology tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in the PR world, you know, you have to. He, this dude's still trying to come back from the Suicide Force incident, and he will never he will never come back from that. No, no, that's he's always trash human being. Um, but. His WrestleMania moment, you know, great all credit in the world to Logan Paul. His WrestleMania moment and for WrestleMania, probably Logan Paul over Bad Bunny makes sense in the scheme of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for Puerto Rico, for the Latino community, Bad Bunny showing out mm-hmm. in in front of a Puerto Rican crowd, which Puerto Rico is part of the United States, and people don't know that. Yes, um, yes, <laughs> yes. And we and we we, treat, we also notoriously don't treat them like part of the United we States. We do not so. treat them like United States. Yes. You know, we treat them like a, a third class country. They mm-hmm. are not. They are a territory of the United States. These are Americans, mm-hmm. and for Bad Bunny to show up and show out on an international stage and show puerto rico love like the only thing that was missing from that love letter to puerto rico was lin-manuel miranda showing up <laughs> like that's literally the only thing that was missing during black backlash uh, you think i uh, think he'd I, take a powerbomb lin-manuel's oh, a hell huge yeah. wrestling fan low-key no one no one remembers this this man is a huge wrestling fan that's why he that's why he booked the rock yes hmm? yeah that's why wait, he booked he, the rock wait 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 wait, wait, wait. What, what do you mean he booked the rock in what context moana Oh wait, he wrote the Moana. He wrote the Moana oh, he... soundtrack. Oh, yeah. was not aware. Okay. Yeah, he he was the one that made that made sure Dwayne go. I see what's happening here. You're face to face with greatness, and you're scared. I, now we can't sing anymore I'm, because 
will get sued. I, but that's okay. Somebody somebody just performed a Hotel California last show, and I'm waiting for that notice to come in. Uh, so, <laughs> um, Tina, Tina also brings up a great point with Carly, though, and the colognes in general. Like, they are mm-hmm. royalty in Puerto Rico. Absolutely. So, to have Puerto Rico, which which also in wrestling parlance, Puerto Rican wrestling has such a negative con- connotation because of, you know, situations that occur, Bruiser Brody specifically, mm-hmm. yeah. to mm-hmm. have such a great event in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. is such an important thing. Such now, now here, here's the biggest question coming out of backlash. Why the fuck wasn't that the main event? <laughs> Sometimes why? the main event's not the last match on the card. I know, but mm-hmm. why? Why, if you're in Puerto Rico and you want to showcase this, why isn't the last thing you're seeing on that show the entire LWO with a giant Puerto Rico flag in the middle of the ring? Instead, you're seeing, it... instead you're seeing a pissed off Brock with a cut open forehead that wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, no, Brock Lesnar can. If Brock Lesnar, yeah, but it wasn't, bleed, to be, it wasn't supposed to be that. I bad. will position that I think the decision would be made because um, the Bad Bunny match is for the people there. The other match is for the people at home. For what are, they... are you saying there are not Puerto Rican people that are watching it on no, Peacock? I, 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 I am saying the pers- WWE mindset perception, which I don't agree with, would be that's the main event for everybody watching at home. Because everybody watching yeah. at home wants to see Brock Lesnar and Cody Lowe. I still think they should have called an audible. I still uh, think. Yeah, I think you know it, what? I think it, this show should have opened with Zelina and closed with Bad Bunny. I would say I'm not a booker. I don't know what goes into that. I just listened to a story today about the booking of uh, the WrestleMania with uh, 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 Chris Jericho and Triple H and the thoughts behind that and why didn't we put The Rock and Hogan at the end? Um, it's the same. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's whatever. And it was a stupid decision. Whatever <laughs> hard line they say. No, X needs to be last. No, these guys need to be last because they're our stars. Like put that beyond before the reality of the situation, right? Welcome welcome to wrestling booking. And I I do have to point out what's being featured in the replay stuff. mm -hmm. It's not Brock versus Cody. Yes. So so in the moment, Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest may not have been the main event as in the last show. But replay value, that's the match that they're using to promote the network. And, 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 And I would also say... Less and less, um, I, I this I take this mentality with this show. Less and less is the bulk of the show that you sat and watched. What becomes more important now are the tweets and the replays and the you know and the the captured content on multiple platforms, right? Uh, even though we're on Peacock and that is a very significant number, um, I would almost position that more people will see that Bad Bunny moment on. Any platform except for Peacock. Yeah, no, I, I right. agree. So, but who, at the so same then, time, but but Mike, then who's your audience that you're trying to serve? But, who does it really matter to at this point, other than somebody's same time, other than somebody's ego know, in the back? But if you know one match is going to get more social media hits, why wouldn't you put it at the end of your show so that when people go to watch people, egos and so, politics. So, hold on, hold on, egos hold on. and politics. It's not, it's not just that. It's not just that. So I can give some insight on this because I'm an actual PR professional. So, 
little, little known fact, you hook people with the middle, not with the end. Mm-hmm. You hook them with the front or the mid or the end, never the end, because the end's not the hook. So if you are a Bad Bunny fan who knows that he played in two nights of Coachella and was at the Met Gala, and you're seeing on his feed because you've been following Bad Bunny trends on uh, the Bird app, and you are now seeing this video and you know zero about wrestling mm-hmm. you are going to watch that match go to peacock sign up for your free trial or whatever watch that match and then go whoa and you're going to end up falling into the main event yes and what what is the story coming out of the show not bad bunny not that situation that's the end the story coming out of that for you to follow into the next show until monday night and whatever is going to be brock and cody Okay, you need to be same... you need to be left hanging on the thing and the question marks in your head on the thing that makes you tune in on Monday night, Mike. Right? That didn't and make me tune in on Monday. This not Mike. You're not the fucking audience here. No, I know, but you're I'm, not the audience. But, this, but you're, also, you're not the Bad Bunny stand that tuned in for that that we're trying to hook through. When, when did Bad Bunny play at Coachella? Was he in the middle? Oh no, no, no. He he closed the show Both because times. Bad Bunny is a known music artist not a known wrestler we're trying to bring music artists into wrestling this wrestlemania is... 11 listen if brock lesnar which, showed, was, which if, was 30 if, years ago if brock, if brock lesnar showed it up then if brock it Le- won't work now i promise it you it won't wrestlemania work now. 11 wasn't even in new york and lawrence taylor closed that show and it's okay. one of the worst paper it's the worst one of the worst wrestlemanias of all time yeah but not because of the main event the main event Still, it doesn't, I'm, just, I'm just telling you in 2023, that's not how this will work. There's 100%, a, yeah, that's not how this will work. Batch well, of different... maybe, what if they tried it? They have, it doesn't work. We're going to when the did they thing. try it? I'm sure they've tried it, it. It worked with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is a pro wrestler, not a musician. I'm saying hometowners. Okay. Look hometowners. Okay. That's, a different, that's a different conversation. I'm not having. No, that's yeah, what that's I'm a... saying. Okay. I'm saying. You close with what the loudest pop is going to be. The loudest pop is not going to be that finish to the Cody and Brock match. That's not the loudest pop. I know some people listen that actually show- that actually book wrestling, and I really love their opinions. So uh, I really want uh, goodtimesatwrestlingmayhemshow.com because um, we don't book wrestling here on the show. Well- well, I mean, I do want a video game. I was going to say, we book wrestling on the show. I'm using quotations. Um, but but I really would love an informed opinion on this uh, kind of idea. I can book your D&D campaign. That's about it. There you go. There you go. By the way, Top Rope Tabletop returns this Friday. Check out wrestling, that segue. Didn't yeah. you like that? That was good. Wow. And good. you can check out That's that good. and so much more over at IndieWrestling.us. Top Rope Tabletop will be Friday night and uh, with a special mystery guest. Who is it? You don't know. I think no, he, I don't. I think your Dungeon Master is the only one to know. And you, even Tony, Tony, your special guest will be sequestered until we start the stream. Oh, oh, God damn oh man. <laughs> are you are you bringing the special guest in like they do at wrestling shows in a in a golf cart covered with Th- a that, black tarp? No, no, we're that... going to ask them to show up about three hours before you guys do. Uh, and we have a nice that... green room in the back that's sequestered and 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 everything. And and there's video games, and we'll have some refreshments for them that none of you will get. Uh... <laughs> is that is that why there was the charge to the top row tabletop credit card ice machine? Was that why that was yes. that? Yeah, that's why. Okay. That's why. That's why. Oh, got that's it. Why. 
There's an espresso machine back there. There's a. There's a. I um, thought the champagne was a little bit uh, obtuse, but okay, fine. I don't know who wants the brown M and M's. That was weird. Um, but anyways, uh, so so special. That's gonna be happening. Uh, coming up here, and do they even still have brown M and M's? I don't remember. <laughs> well, you had to take all the brown M and M's out, or else Aussie wouldn't go on stage. Exactly, exactly. Same with that's our guest here on Friday night. Um, so something about the green ones. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, no, check out that. So much going on, including the latest. Oh my God, this Prospect Pro Wrestling. With Otis Kogar. Oh. Uh, <laughs> shit! Oh, that it, it is. It is something. It is not for the squeamish. Uh, him and Jamie Jameson. They're a surprise match. Um, so uh, that's that's which comes together because uh, when you, I guess when you injure your opponent and leading into a big match, you need to replace the po- opponent to make up for it. So. <laughs> Um, but no, it was, uh, it was a, a great show there. Of course, the Renegade Wrestling Alliance, big show coming up here, coming off of the amazing cage match between J-Rock and the Revron Hunt this past show. Um, all that's a part of Indie Wrestling Network, or if you're a ringside member over on the YouTube page, you get all of those shows as well, plus free content, including Spotlight Slam that's popping up on Fight and, uh, uh for free, as well as the YouTube page, and of course the T2T Thursday Night Fights at 880 Wrestling, uh, that is on, uh, all the IndieWrestling.us and network platforms for free, uh, so yeah, go, go check out all of that stuff, uh, over there at IndieWrestling.us, and you can go catch up with some, uh, Top Rope Tabletop, throw it in the background while you're working or running or something, uh, it's a good listen. It's a good listen. And, and especially if you have it on YouTube, you can throw it in the background. I guess if you have premium. But anyways, IndieWrestling.us. Speaking of which, Renegade Wrestling Alliance this weekend. A few shows. Rise Wrestling also running this weekend um, with a, a big match with, uh, I, will, I will shout out, Ronnie Rolls match between Pretty Boy Smooth and uh, and uh, Ron Mathis, which is definitely something to check out. But also, literally, I have people battling between which show to go to with everything that's going on this weekend. Um, and there's some choices will be made and, but it doesn't, but I don't think both houses will be full. Cause I, this is, this keeps happening. Um, and, and, and people are showing up to all the shows and it's fantastic to see. Same thing happened a couple weeks ago when there was two Friday night shows and, uh, literally prospect. Can we talk about prospect for wrestling is out of chairs. Can we, yeah. Can we <laughs> talk about that being the biggest crowd prospect, but we've been around for five years now. That was the biggest crowd we've ever had. Um, pre-sold numbers were through the roof and we had so many walk-ups that we ran out of chairs it was standing room only I had to give up a chair uh, begrudgingly and then I had to steal the chair back from a kid Um, I don't feel bad for the kid Um, they cried and I was fine with it Um, but the point of the matter is Prospect Pro Wrestling is exploding pro wrestling in the Pittsburgh slash Ohio Valley is exploding if you are not on if you are not checking out multiple companies, you are missing out on guaranteed entertainment every weekend in ad infinitum. Check out shows. Absolutely. And, and side note, because I just mentioned his name, I want I don't want to forget about that. I want to give a shout out. Uh, if you have uh, if you can get on Amazon Prime, it is a it is a purchase for you over there. Uh, but our friend Pretty Boy Smooth has actually been featured in a film that's come out called Shingles. 
uh, as over on that platform. Uh, it's an independent film that um, I know he's been working on for a bit. I know I see interesting stuff on his Instagram from time to time. I don't know. If, uh, this is the trailer, and there's there's a creepy cat. If you're with us on video, so I just wanted to throw that out there as well. Support That's a friend terrifying. of the show. Um, it is a uh, a spook spooky movie. Um, I don't know if it's uh, officially. It's giving me. It's giving me some crazy like '90s Goosebumps vibes. I'm it's, here for it. There's I'm gonna have to check happening. this out. There's a lot. Oh geez, I didn't see this trailer. Yeah, yeah. This is 100 oh, percent like some Goosebumps is... vibes. Um. Yeah. Well, oh, there you go. There. There's people. It's, it's pretty there's pretty smooth. There he is. There he is. Uh. So go check that out. Um. I've already purchased it. I. I don't need to have a sit down to watch it. Uh. But it's a two-hour movie. Wow. They really put that in an R-rated com horror comedy anthology film inspired by '90s horror TV shows, adapted from a book series of the same name. So I think I think that's where your your goosebumps, goose goose pimples uh vibe comes from. Goosebumps. Yes. I skipped yeah. goosebumps. <laughs> so, what? I, I was not a goosebumps. Uh, uh, a re I think I may have read a book. My brother was. My brother had like all the books. So the, I mean, I, I just it was. This is a generational. You thing. uncultured swine. Uncultured. I, I, I'm I sorry. was more of a Fear Street guy. I was more. You, I was, was more of a Fear Street guy. That's I was, fine. I'm it's more acceptable. of a scary stories to tell in the dark, and uh, my teacher is an alien. Wait, read the entire series. All acceptable, but goosebumps. Okay. The G O A T. Where's my my teacher's an alien adaptation? It didn't sell well. What do you want? I bought um, them all. Sorg, Sorg, just watch the faculty. You're right. You're mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just watch that. Mm -hmm. it's my wife's favorite movie. Is it <laughs> like legit? What? Like legit? That's her. Com that's her comfort movie. Oh my god! Like me with hackers. That's her comfort movie. I'm not even joking about that at all. Oh man, I... I've seen the faculty more times in the past four years than I think the cast of the faculty ever watched it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Is that the one with the PJ Harvey song in it? No, you're thinking of disturbing behavior. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh wow. Maybe I do need to watch the faculty. I oh, the faculty. It. It's a stacked cast. Oh yeah, it's got Fomka Jansen, John Stewart, um, Elijah Wood, Clea Duvall, um, Jordana Brewster. Uh, fucking oh, what's what's the? It's on HBO Max. Yeah, no, absolutely watch it. So I'm, I'm adding it to my list. It's a great flick. It might have to be since flick. since I don't have a. We'll, we'll talk about AEW later. Uh, since I don't have Darker Revelation to watch anymore. Um, anyways, back around Renegade Wrestling Lines. Christian Noir is gonna be this. I did okay. My, I don't know what happened while I've been traveling, guys. I've missed I missed the meetings, but so, at some point, indie wrestling. Uh, between Rise RWA and 2PW, just kind of meshed and 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 is having a weird booking threesome right now. Oh, it's it's hot. Uh, no, I I I think it's more of a <laughs> this area is no longer going to try to eat each other's tails. Fantastic. J Rock's popping up to take on John McChesney. Ironically, for the, something yeah. you'd want to do in a threesome. <laughs> right? Right? That hurts. Don't make me laugh. It hurts my neck. <laughs> but but J Rock's going to take on John McChesney for the two PW title next month. Um, mm -hmm. 
uh, uh, what I just saw, Don Murphy's popping up in 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 RWA. Christian yep, Noir is going to be taking on the Rev in RWA. Well, so we, I don't have a hundred percent authority. I've been dealing with Feel Bad, and you know Feel Bad, and I don't get along, so it's been. I don't even know if I get along with Feel Bad in, in, from day to day. So well, you're I, not I, the I mean, one I, with I a pen. Get... You're not the one with a pending litigation suit on his head right now. So not currently. Um, um, <laughs> although, like, some situations have occurred in recent months. The reason – so I'm going to explain something, and, and forgive me for rambling a little bit, Sorg. I know, you know, I try not to do that on your show, but I'm going to. I have thought for the last couple years that Dr. Feelbad has lost absolute control of this show ever since the incident occurred between O'Shea Edwards and the locker room in general that turned into an out-and-out destructive tornado that was set upon West Noon Gymnasium. Um, when I was in the hospital, uh, healing, you know, getting my knee drained and all that stuff, there were assurances that this would never happen again. Since then, Derek, Dr. Feelbad, has lost complete control of this company constantly. He has put himself in situations where he controls every single aspect of the business to the point where he has no control of his business. Um, and he hand-selected Rev to be his standard bearer. I think people forgot who Rev was when he started at RWA, and even before that, when he wrestled with Christian Noir as a member of one of the most dominant tag teams in Pittsburgh. He destroyed people as a champion with Christian Noir, uh, brought order – see what I did there? Order to wrestling. And then he came over to RWA, and he attacked Chris Taylor as, a, as the leader of the pulpit, and then all of a sudden fans forgot about it. I didn't forget about it. I didn't forget the douchebag, and I'll call him that again, Rev Ron Hunt, you douchebag, that he used to be. And Christian Noir is going to help me remind Rev of who he was, who created him, which was Christian Noir, and he's going to put him into the ground. From dust to dust, from ashes to ashes, Rev. I'm done now. Okay. Okay. Um, if you want a reminder of what the Rev did, uh, there's a Heaven and Hell series over on Indie Wrestling Network where we go over his, his, uh, his uh, feud with Chris Taylor, actually. So if you need a little bit of a refresher, there is that out there. Um, I think we do have the first episode free over there um, for the really early stuff. Phenomenal. Phenomenal documentary, by the way. That's how I learned all this stuff. Oh, and I was also in the stands for this stuff. You think RWA fans, who are some of the most loyal wrestling fans in the area, would remember their history, but I had to remind people of it. Mm -hmm. And if you need a refresher, pay attention to RWA's Facebook page. I'm sure soon you'll get a nice little microcosm. Or I just gave you one. Or do your own research, you lazy bums. <laughs> There you go. It's not that hard. There you go. IndieWrestling.us has all these matches. Literally all these matches. So a lot, a lot going on in RWA. Um, definitely the the mood has changed over the last uh, uh, several uh, uh, months uh, over there. A lot of new faces popping up as well. Women's wrestling finally coming back to RWA. Uh, yes. Uh, Danny Jacks, who we've seen, I believe we've seen at VCW a few times, uh, take on a friend of the show, the Honey Badger, um, amongst other others uh popping up over there as well yeah danny jacks one of the uh premier wrestlers honey badger one of the premier res women's wrestlers both of them are phenomenal talents i know um people in this area don't get to experience 
uh, women's wrestling as much because there's, you know, our company, the companies I work for are constantly looking for women's talent to bring in because we think so highly of them. Unfortunately, some other company uh, heads don't feel the same way we do, and that's on them. Cough, cough. Um, but Danny Jacks, phenomenal wrestler. Mm-hmm. And Honey Badger is a staple of this area, of around this area. And both of them are going to tear the house down. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for this matchup so much because this is the matchup that I've wanted to see as a wrestling fan, and I get to call it. Like, I get to have my moments of calling matches like this. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. So that's uh, uh, RWA's No Retreat. You can check out the information at rwalive.com. Um, uh, 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 still, and, and I was still, <laughs> well, you know what? I've been saying that RWA is the, the most rabid, uh, 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 crowd in the area, but, but again, with those hot crowds happening at, at 2PW and Rise, I mean, I, I think there's starting to be some stiff competition. Um, although th- there is a long way for them to go to keep, to catch up with RWA. Uh, I welcome, sure. I welcome all the competition. I, I am a huge fan of. You know, obviously, I work for 2PW, a huge fan of Marshall Gambino, uh, Ben, uh, the crew over there, uh, Rise, Brandon K, um, big fans of them, want everyone in this area to succeed because we don't have to have a monolith. We can just do our thing. You know, the talent doesn't need to be told. They can only work here exclusively. That's I, I think this, this triumvirate, I mean, remember, a couple months ago, the stronghold faced off against Project Society. Mm-hmm. So, and it was in an RWA ring because they need a neutral place to do this. You know, Project Society found their way into. I, I don't agree with them on this one, but they've they've sort of. I thought the fans were coming to Project Society. It turns out Project Society came to the fans. Not the smartest thing in the world. Not their problem. Project X still love you, Jesus, you idiot. But anyway, um, they needed a neutral space, so. What did Feel Bad do? I agreed with him on this. We gave them the neutral space. They fought it out. They were in front of an RWA crowd. It was great. Well, why do we have to fight each other as companies? Let's just put on great shows. Mm-hmm. And everyone's happy. Everyone eats. Everyone, Everyone eats. eats. I like it. I like it. Um, no, fantastic stuff happening there all over the place. Again, check PittsburghWrestling.com for all the promotions. I know there was like two wrestling shows happening Saturday. Uh, between 880 and um, and I think KSWA were running. Um, and again, different flavors, definitely different flavors. Um, you know, uh, and and I think that you know RWA versus Arise versus 2PW are different flavors, even from each other that are working together. Um, and that that's really cool to see. So, go check out all that stuff. Um, and uh, and and yeah, we'll we'll be there. We'll have crew. I'm filming a dance recital on Saturday, but I should be able to make it in. And I got to say something. And, Tony, I know you've witnessed this a few times. Um, I am getting really, really tired of going back at these shows and finding out that uh, my video people are being assaulted. Okay? And a lot of these have been incidents, wrong place at the wrong time. I understand that. But that somebody put their hands on a videographer last show and and it always seems to be and it's not always there's other stuff that have been happening too but man like i don't know what is happening with with our one videographer emily that that it just seems to keep happening and seems to be happening with a certain group of guys 
and uh-huh. and this I am seriously getting pissed about. That's I, happening I, out there. Listen, I I understand your frustration. I I also understand that the videographer in question, Emily, um, she's quite good at what she does. She's mm-hmm. very in tune to the business in general. Um, what happened at RWA, uh, of which I, I, if you want to see it, you can. It's it's pretty cut and dry what happened there. Um, should never happened. And mm-hmm. then the incident that occurred at, um, you know, two PW, it. It was probably an accident, but with the good buds, you could never know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, we're talking Preston Everest and uh, Johnny. What's his face? Johnny Patch, and and uh, you know the first the, the Johnny Patch's incident at RWA was 100 percent malicious. And, you know, I like Johnny Patch, and even I can't really give him a, a lane here. Uh, he grabbed the videographer to prevent a dive mm-hmm. against Daniel Eads, and okay, uh, that's going to have to be sorted out by you and feel bad and this just kind of gives me a little bit more ammo that feel bad doesn't exactly have control and it's not and just it's the extending and it's extending beyond the ring it's 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 not just the videographers it's not just look it's not just me it's not just the videographers security is getting hurt at some point fans are, might get hurt that's that's you know, the, and then our fans will fight back at RWA. Like, <laughs> they have in the past. That is they are nuts. Sure. But this just is part and parcel of, you know, feel bad just not, you know. I, I'm not going to say much more because I don't want to put things to tape, but there's a reason. Mm-hmm. I, I have some heat with this, and there's a reason I was in the cage and I was yelling at feel bad. Some things need to fix. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. it has to be painful gonna have to be painful we've all had that conversation with feel bad and sometimes it felt like you're in a cage i get it i get it i get it No, i was actually in the steel cage you were physically in the cage i was physically in the steel cage you were which is by the way side note you don't realize how daunting a steel cage is until you're standing in a steel cage i've done it twice yeah (laughs) it is kind of terrifying like i'm a hard-ass son of a bitch but that thing was terrifying Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i just was in there with doc and i thought doc and i were gonna have to throw down Mm -hmm. i was kind of ready for it but you know doc was professional for once in his life good for Mm -hmm. him i was Mm -hmm. proud of him Anyways, go check out all that stuff, indywrestling.us. And, of course, uh, check out all the links, rwalive.com, and give a shout-out to our friends at risewrestling.com for ticket information for both of those shows. Um, And everything else is coming up. So, with that, shouts to our friends Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, New York City-made, Yin's... No, New York City style yins are made. I just realized how close this is to the announcement of MV Young. Because for the longest time, he was uh, Pittsburgh-made, New York City-paid, worldwide later, something like that. I know it's been adjusted recently. And I, and I feel like that we've been doing parallels with the Slice on Broadway. Um, I still, I have, I've, I've endeavored uh, uh, to have MV Young on the show. But uh, maybe we'll have him do this. <laughs> Beachview, Carnegie, East End, North Hills, and the South Side works five locations for your pizza nomming needs. I know it is a regular, whether it is uh, a sponsored podcast on this network or not. I know I see the uh, the remnants every time again as NB are in here recording uh, of Slice on Broadway. Go check out our friends out there. We love it. We've been they've been feeding us for over a decade of podcasting, and they can feed you too. Um, good stuff out there and good crew. 
And uh, we will be right back. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to talk about AEW uh, and how they doing with things. How they doing and how was the final deletion. We'll be right back after this. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. We are back. It is a Wrestling Mayhem Show. Uh, still here with Tony Kincaid, voice of uh, half of the promotions in the Pittsburgh Western PA area. Two-thirds, I think, almost. Two-thirds, yeah. I mean, I think that math's pretty close, actually. Of the ones that have commentary, of the ones that yes. you can actually see. Uh, <laughs> I am, I am, I am the voice of IndieWrestling.us. I think, I hey! think we should. Oh, whoa, okay. I don't know. You got comp. Let's see. Lamada's got two shows. Right. You are on three, but only two are on the network. So you're okay. If we're talking network, you're fifty-fifty with Lamada. Right okay, well, so I just got to fight Lamada in the Thunderdome, and we're we're gonna. That's right, in the commentator dome, yeah. uh, where there in, are in, in microphones, the headphones, hanging from the side of the cage. Man, First like, person who stutters loses. Got it. Let's go, yeah, oh, Jim. Oh, oh geez. <laughs> so, Jim Lamada, you're going down. Oh boy. Oh boy. I would, I would, the, let's do it. What, what if what if the match was we just give you guys names of really obscure new japan wrestlers and whoever doesn't whoever gets the first one wrong i will i i I know moves you know i know moves i don't know names i can't pronounce names but i can do moves so if that's the case but this if it's best two out of three i can win moves he can win names and Mm. then the winner takes on bc steel for the crown there you go there you go there you go i love it i love it I love it. You guys are all safe because nobody. Joe Dombrowski can be a special guest. Right? I was going to say. Well, you're... Joe's untouchable. We're not trying to. Yeah. Fight well, no, that's what I'm saying. He, he would be. He would be. You know, the arbiter. You're, yes. I say you're the all arbiter. safe because Joe Dombrowski. Uh, they nobody can afford him locally anymore. Uh, so, <laughs> I have to go to Chicago to work with Joe Dombrowski. <laughs> like, how freaking weird is that? Hey, at least you don't have to go to Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> At least he doesn't. <laughs> at least he doesn't have to go to Mexico half the time. Um, but anyways, um, AEW. Speaking of other countries, uh, <laughs> officially, um, apparently, have sold sixty thousand tickets without Good an honest. announced match in a country they have never been in before at Wembley Stadium for All In coming up here in uh, late August, right? Um, yeah. fantastic. My God, I, I knew you guys could do it. Not bad for a young company. Um, but, uh, but man, Hey, the buzz is there. The appetite's there. Um, I, I think this is going to be a big thing for them on top of that. I think they are, they've been in Canada, right? Yes. Yes. They've yes. been in Canada, but of, of course they're, they're having a big showing around the Toronto area for Forbidden they, Door. They've had, they've had, uh, pay-per-views in Canada, I think. A pay-per-view I think they had one in, in Calgary. Like- Calgary, okay. Yeah. Okay. Was that when we did the Owen Hart Calgary thing? Calgary or T dot? Pretty sure. Okay. Or T dot. Toronto. Toronto's T dot. I guess from yeah. early, our guest from earlier was from Toronto, uh, on Awesome Cast. So, um, but anyways, um, just weird how it connects together. But yeah, it's no. Yeah. Um. Oh, wait. oh, actually, no, they haven't had one in Canada. Yet. I didn't think so. I, I thought they had. They've had Dynamite in Canada. Dynamite. I thought they had. Didn't they have a premium event at in the Stampede? I feel like. They uh had... no, no, they're having. Oh okay, I'm sorry. 
my time. They're having one. They're having they're having one in Calgary. That's where the Owen Hart tournament's going to start. Okay. Okay. And that's where my doing, mix up is. And they're doing Forbidden Door in Toronto. That's what I was thinking. Okay. All right. Um, but still, so so uh, AEW doing fantastic with that. Um, looking forward to that. Um, I, I I know there's quotes from Booker T. It says this is a WrestleMania, if not a SummerSlam, uh, uh, level event at this point with the you know the way that they've sold and the buzz around it. Um, it has been interesting. I don't know if we mentioned on the show, but is it, I, I keep seeing clips online of like soccer shows or uh, soccer, God, football, uh, football events. Um, you can say soccer. We're in America. We okay. know what you mean. Okay. For the for the foreigners out there. Um hi Vim. Um but anyways We Vim Vim has uh, offered to be our special correspondent. Ooh, okay. He's offered to be our special correspondent via Facebook. So uh I like Vim, it. We, hum- we humbly accept your um your uh request Con- and we will figure out a way for you to send us voice memos from the show. Well uh, well just voice memo and email it to the Good Times at Wrestling Mayhem show. This is what I'm saying. Yes. 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 I don't know if that works in in the UK. It's email. I don't know. <laughs> they have a new king. Who knows what's going on there now? Yeah, plus Brexit. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so I don't. Who knows what that did to the cell service? Um. Anyways, so so that's a thing that's happening. Um. Also, did you guys watch the final deletion or the final? The firm, the firm deletion. deletion. The firm yeah. deletion. Firm deletion. I, yes. I did. I watched the extended cut on YouTube because I didn't get a chance to watch Rampage. Why, why did you do that to yourself? Why I did, did I... it too. Oh come on! Oh I, my I god! Love this why, shit. why do you do hate yourself so much? Okay. All right. All right. And I don't know what that compares to what what it was uh, on on the show on the actual show. Um. So we are not in with the deletion. No. Uh, no. Not this. This one was not the the most fun. No. There was no lake of reincarnation. There was no sentient lawnmower. Like, come on. Like, where where's where's the chutzpah, Matthew? Mm-hmm. Come mm-hmm. on. We had a big... I know Jeremy Borash isn't there, but at least at least have like um like a mower of lawns, a scars guard, the dilapidated boat. Come on, give me something. We had a burning logo at the end. I don't care about burning logo. I, like I cared that Lee Moriarty was in it. That mm-hmm. was cool. Yeah, dressed no, that was as good. fucking Kill Bill. Yeah. Also, what, well, that's just that's movie? just how Lee Lee rolls out of bed in the morning. Let's I, be that, frank. That, he, he showed up did... in his pajamas. Someone surprised me. I need, I need to look something up about. So. That. So while you're looking that up, I do want to say this was probably my least favorite of the deletion matches. Ditto. Um, I thought it was very long, um, and it did not have as much camp uh, because Matt is not broken um, in the same sense as he was in uh, TNA. And I didn't, I wasn't the biggest fan of his his version in WWE either. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some. It was new when it was in TNA. It was goofy. It had some some fresh sheen on it. This felt over overdone and not in the good way. This this was like a dried out steak. I felt no all steak, no sizzle. Sure, um, let's go with the old adage. I appreciate Caprice Coleman. I'm I always oh, I I I spiked. I was like <laughs> Caprice CNC Wrestle Factory. They're all back. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So my favorite part of the firm deletion, I had to look it up because I wanted to make sure I got the part right. 
when Stokely Hathaway entered the movie theater mm-hmm. and wondered if they had Coming to America mm-hmm. and then was attacked by Goth Baby. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. That was like, okay, this is some of the original magic. Mm-hmm. But other than that, other than that, it was. And I love the connection because um, I remember one of the um, like uh, uh, several years ago, I think pre AEW, there was a fantastic cinematic match between Stokely and Orange, if you recall, that went all over. I don't that know. That sounds about right. Yeah, like all kinds of buildings and stuff. So I thought it was cool that he was included in this one and got attacked by. I also, wish he was included more. Like honestly, how, I wish he was. How yeah, many Hardy babies in. are there? Twenty. Oh, Holy there's only two. Shit, is he running a farm? A what the fuck? Be careful, Remy. He, Remy will message you if she finds out you called her kids farm animals. I no, don't no, do well, that. No, 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 no. no I didn't. Re- no, Rebby I said lo- it. Rebby loves, Rebby loves us here. No, okay. Rebby. Rebby retweeted us last week. No, no, I don't mean. Rebby I'm not referring week. them like farm. I mean, no. Sorry. Listen, I'm from the country. And in my my neck of the woods, yes, in my neck of the woods, you'd have 10 kids because you need farmhands, right? Yeah. So I want to know what the Hardys are growing. The compound has a Uh. lot of land, and they're in Carolina. Tobacco Road's only a few inches away. Matt, shut your mouth. (laughs) Why do you keep calling him Matt? Why do you keep calling me Matt? That's why I was confused. I don't know. I I don't know why I keep doing it, Mike. I'm so sorry. It's okay. That's why you guys were you guys were calling me out during the break before. I'm no, like, that was me. And uh, then I yeah, I know. I'm like, were you, are you talking about Matt Carlin's? That's why I wasn't. Paying no, attention. that was probably what the mix up was in my head. Again, dealing with a concussion and a busted neck. I I'm sorry. Okay, the, yeah, the, no, the I, it's, it's I got fine. you. It's I got fine. you. I, I got you. A little cloudy over there. You got it. A little you, loopy. A little yeah, loopy. Plus, you have to talk to Christian on a regular basis leading up to this thing Saturday. So I I know what that let does. Let me just too. put on. Let me just put the light on Gormesh, and we'll be good. Okay. But <laughs> I, I, I will say about this firm delusion. Also, the storyline going into it, not nearly as strong as it needed to be. No, 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 no. Absolutely. Not near, not nearly as strong as it needed to be. Like the rest of the deletions have had some, some kind of like intricate storyline going in. Like, and I'm sorry, the fact that we didn't throw Big Bill in the Lake of Reincarnation, and he didn't say. You can't teach that or something like that. Huge missed opportunity. I got you there. Or, okay. Or that would have been the one accepted reason for Enzo to show up on AEW. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know Enzo's like not if we can have the Hurricanes show up in one of those matches, we can have Enzo. Show up. I wanted them to throw. Uh, I want them to throw Ego into the Lake of Reincarnation, and he comes out as Karate Man. Sure. I even sure, this absolutely. Whole... You're that or hell. You throw Big Bill in the Lake of Reincarnation, and then he thinks Stokely is Enzo. That's even better. Mm, okay. All right. All right. That's the, even a thousand times better. I think that the overarching sentiment was okay, but we've seen you do it before. We've seen you do it better. The other, the other thing is, is it's kind of hard to watch Jeff Hardy right now, in my opinion. Like just for me, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he I'm should not be wrestling. He should not. But be. He, he, there's just something. The whole match was built, I think, to sort of give um, Jeff this storyline, like rebirth, so mm-hmm. to speak. That seemed mm-hmm. to be the the story they were trying to tell, and that's great. Let's not forget what real world is going on with Jeff Hardy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy needs to be as far away from television as possible. And I don't want to, you know, 
throw allegations out there, but I just can't see it right now. Mm -hmm. I can't. And, and good for Matt for supporting his brother and being a loving brother and good on the Hardy family in general for being as close knit as they are. Uh, But it gives me that, that bang of drunken diner video stuff that they used to do in the 2010s back when Matt and CM Punk were feuding and they were just shooting like face or it was MySpace, Zanga Lives or whatever the freaking hell we did Zanga back then. Live. What? I don't know, man. Uh, but, you know, Tina just said this in the <laughs> chat. Um, Maxwell's Twist of Fate was pretty solid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, he got he got some good. Oh yeah, no, he got some good, good rotation on I, that one. He he might be a better worker than Jeff at this. Point. Nice, nice guy tries hard, loves the business. Like that's all we really need in Pittsburgh. Like mm-hmm. I'll sign Maxwell to a contract right now. There you go, there you go. I mean, Matt Hardy has been hard to baby before. There is history. There is so, history. I mean, there. I mean, bring it I mean, back I, around. What what I do want in the future, a future intergender match. Um, I want all the baby Hardys versus the She Yield. What's the, what's the what's the she yield? The she yield. We've gone over this. I do yes. And with with uh Seth and Becky's baby. Oh John and John and Renee's baby and okay. one of Roman's dogs. Boom. The she yield. This could be a thing. Could mm-hmm. be a thing. The she yield versus the Hardys. WrestleMania fifty seven. Well yeah. Sure. That's uh, that's seventeen. Let's, let's say fifty four. Calling, okay. Let's say by the way, I'm calling my shot of uh, WrestleMania 57 does not emanate from Pittsburgh. What are we even doing here? Uh, honestly, like wow. if honestly, April weather. I know it's a coin flip. Heinz Erasure Stadium, whatever, would be a great if, if venue. They can, if they can hold an outdoor mania in New York, they can hold one in Pittsburgh. And Philly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We gotta talk. Sorg, you and I gotta talk about Philly at some point. Mm-hmm. We we gotta get a van. <laughs> yeah like a, a mini bus or something i gotta shit. get through detroit first but uh fair <laughs> enough i gotta i gotta get through a gathering at detroit and an aerosmith concert before we start thinking about mania yeah and and a, and a new japan impact wrestling show right sorg mm, yeah that too oh my god by the way i just got my tickets for long beach i can officially say i'm going to long beach next weekend wow. so uh you know if you know you know uh, uh sorg just be careful. There's so much drama in the LBC. Just want you to let you know. Yeah, that's that's what I hear. That's what I hear. We'll see. We'll see how much drama is there that night. Uh, <laughs> live on New Japan World, apparently. Um, it's okay. I'm sure you'll keep coming up with funky ass shit every single day, so it's fine. <laughs> um. If I end up dropping those lines on headset, I want to see who I break on this one. I, um, I want you to do it. I don't even. I have no idea who my videographers are that night, so I. I, 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 I just. I, hope I just want you to open the show and say, "Listen, guys, I don't want there to be no more drama in the LBC." <laughs> and just just see if you get a camera shaking from laughter. I do like. I, I often do kind of an announcement at the beginning of the show, sometimes, especially when I'm working with some new people uh the the a little bit of get to know you thing you know kind of thing and and maybe that'll be my thing for this one um so i don't know i i i get a little talky on the headsets uh uh i don't know if tony you've been on those um oh but, do you now yes i get like, 
Well, I don't, I don't interrupt you guys that much I, when we have a talk back. No, but occasionally you'll leave yourself on the headset when you're talking to the camera guys, and, and then I'll be like, what would you just say? And then I'll text you, and you'll be like, I wasn't talking to you. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, I've heard that too. I, uh, Bikini's complained about that too. He's like, "Hey, like I can hear you like all the wild shit." I can hear saying. the I can hear you yelling at the back to be quiet. <laughs> which I couldn't hear the back until you started yelling at the back to be quiet. They get pretty loud back there. Um anyways, uh so 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 AEW had the final deletion. They got a big show in Detroit this week um with a cage match and holy shit a lot of great matches um but uh but that that is there did we talk yeah about... they remembered the trios champions existed so hey they've been working on them they've been they've been... they haven't come on the house of black has been doing a lot of heavy lifting listen the house of black had to deal with the internal turmoil of two of their wives facing each other in puerto rico this past weekend okay okay you have a point oh my still... god I didn't even think about it. I thought about that during the match. I'm just like, huh, I wonder. <laughs> you have that's a that, point. That's actually wonderful. I actually got really pissed off on Twitter because a lot of people are like bitching about like, you know, your AEW don't support your wife. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they may have Fuck very you. well been there. They may very well have been there to support. Oh, I'm sure they probably oh, I'm were. sure they were. Yeah, I mean, and, hey, and if if your if your wife is getting a trip to Puerto Rico, why the fuck wouldn't you go? The only person not allowed from AEW to go backstage at WWE. Well, never mind. I'm not going to talk about that today. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Uh, so look in my eyes. What do you see? <laughs> It's a lack of personality. So, uh, okay, anyway. <laughs> so and I think we've officially adjusted. I believe Dark also has gone off the air in an update yep. there, Mike. Dark uh, has gone dark. Dark has gone dark. R.I.P. Some of my favorite commentary in all of wrestling. Um, Sorry, Serpentico. I hope you get I hope this increased your indie booking. What do we well? I, well, see, there's still Ring of Honor, which yes, it's become uh, uh, dark and 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 elevation, um, with a different tone. I I would say, and I like it, and I'm eating it up, and I'm honor clubbing, and. Okay, can I complain about something though? Go ahead. I'll, I'll, so let me give this flowers the place for to, it. to AEW first for showing WWE that the bullshit about we can't sell out in England was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um. Finally, did WWE ever say that, or did like WWE Mark say that? So it's it's a little bit heady, but there was so long after SummerSlam 20, uh, 2012, and then the, the attitude there at the UK only pay per views didn't sell the best because they were UK only pay per views. So there was, from my understanding, and someone in WWE may be able to clarify this later, that there was a belief that they couldn't do a major show in WWE overseas uh in england oh i think that was more due to the timing than anything else well then it's i've bull- always thought that was, I've, I've, I've always there. thought that was a timing issue but Maybe since they started doing the saudi shows and and those happen at noon yeah and you don't have to pay, still- and you don't have to pay 60 dollars for one of those yeah that that's true now you can watch it on peacock so you don't mm. have to pay like and, and, $60 oh that plus again who's the audience what platforms right that yeah i always i always assumed that was a that was a time don't issue well in, that in, has since been resolved because the internet has advanced then 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 let me rephrase my my thing congratulations to them for selling out wembley wembley is a beautiful stadium a lot of history should be a great wrestling event even without a card 
it's going to be a hot crowd. Mm -hmm. um, I... Now, Dark and Elevation. Mm -hmm. This idea was supposed to be this is where we showcase independent talent that we're interested in uh, potentially signing to AEW contracts. And, and, it, and reps, and reps for their and younger talent. And give them reps. Yeah. And give, them, uh, give the younger talent reps. Except for the younger talent never moved up the roster. They stayed exactly where they are and worked dark match after dark match. When you're when you're up tier is oh I'm not working elevation anymore I'm working dark, and then you have uh, dynamite and rampage and you can't get on either of those shows, and the indie talent that's being looked at is just they're not getting good reps they're getting two minute squashes the best dark match I ever saw involved Bill Collier and that's because that there was some give back to that. Like, that was a six-minute actual match as opposed to a squash. And so where are you finding these in the – like, like what was the point of this? To, to just get oh, reps here? Well, like, well, well it, there's, there's, a, there's a content play, first of all, um, sure. you know, with YouTube and, and contracts overseas, um, which I'm curious what happens with the, that with them going away. Um, maybe that's why they went away sure. because the contracts uh, went away as well. So in meant to make way for something for Ring of Honor, perhaps. So, so one, I or think something for CM Punk. Dark was a little bit extra content when they first started, um, you know, because you know they they had the production there. They were putting more content out on YouTube just to get people to find out about AEW. Then it kind of became what I like to call the independent wrestling support uh, uh, program uh, during COVID, right? Um, sure. And a lot of people got looks, and a lot of you know some people came out of that. You know, Lee Morardi, I think, came out of that system and, and, and upgraded to where he is now, right? Sure. Um, and he's still a very he's very like we all know him as a very very talented, but he's still very young in the business and, and converting the TV. Um, so maybe my bias is that maybe that's my bias talking is that I'm seeing a lot of these guys that I see right. week in and week out getting their shots on dark and then going back, going away right. for six months and then being brought back to the same spot they were in. And I'm like, where's the advancement? Like, like there's some people uh, out there. So you got Wardlow. I mean, I mean, to be fair, there's a lot of that happening on the main. AEW. Yeah. War Wardlow got yeah. a lot of reps from being out there in front of the camera, if not in the ring. He, he actually, he actually credited that in, in the uh, FTR podcast that, that, that I, helped produce out in, out in LA. So like this did serve a purpose for a lot of this stuff. It did give a lot of eyeballs to a lot of people that did grow up into this. Then Eddie Kingston, was Eddie Kingston maybe a dark guy before he got signed or did they bring him straight in for, for like a one-off on? No, Eddie day? Kingston was a TBS challenger. For okay. So there was that kind of stuff. Um, like, well, that was on dynamite. I, I think a lot of people did get, get chances to do that. Did get reps to do that. Get, did get to test things out that maybe came up to dynamite or not. Um, you know, not, it wouldn't always work out. Right. But still, I think it did serve a purpose for that. And I think it is getting replaced by ring of honor, um, to, to a certain point. Also, I don't think they need to showcase as many. I don't think they're. You know, we talk about that, that, you know, Mike, you say every week about how there's too many people on that roster. So why are we looking in the indies for new talent as deeply? We don't need hour and a half of dark to look at new talent anymore because we have plenty. If we pick a couple from the extras we are getting, like a typical system like WWE does, like I think it kind of like they're cemented in this stuff now, right? Um, they're not. Yeah, but then what? What happens to all that? All the talent that was featured on those shows. Well, the more people the, the, come to indie wrestling. Dot US and watch yeah. some of them. 
like like now i mean i i, I think i think it's a little bit of love letter to to, to the indies um because i think there is respect to that a lot of promotions got mentioned including defy including uh uh, uh things in chicago um and 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 i think i think dark is uh, at least in a part helpful to that elevation of the indies that's happened over and re-elevation of the indies post-covid um that brought an awareness to that kind of stuff right when you go when you tune into to, to dark and you're seeing shaft out there and everybody is going bonkers for you this guy this guy and like you know he's a jobber on the show as a smart fan but you're just like i gotta find out what this guy's about and maybe showed a little bit of the match you know but that reaction alone is like who is this the same thing that happened when lee remember when lee was yeah. popping up on darks when he was in pittsburgh and everybody went nuts for him right so yeah. so that shows you hey there's something over here and we all got we all got the google machine right so we don't need them to spell things out for us because we can go figure it out right I get your point. It still is one of those things where I look at the talent that I work with. And, and while I don't want another 2012, 13, 14 rating of the Indies, I think it would hurt us very poor, badly, not just in Pittsburgh, the whole independent scene in the United States and Canada. Mm -hmm. uh, it would absolutely it took us. How long did it take us to rebuild after that raid? A long time. And we got there. And I don't want that again because it, it, it ultimately hurts wrestling's feeder design. That being said, there are guys on the Indies, girls on the Indies right now that are super talented that there's just no spots for. And if the idea was supposed to be find that talent to elevate up to the main roster of AEW, I, I just don't think there's a good middle ground between Indies and National right now. I was hoping that Dark and Elevation would do that. I was hoping NXT would be that way, but they're just not right now. And it's kind of upsetting to me as first and foremost a commentator of pro wrestling who sees these amazing wrestlers who are going so above their station right now who really deserve that shot at the big time and are just not being able to get there right now because yes. there's no there's no seats on the plane no, there's no seats and there's only so many spots and there's a lot a lot a lot of good talent but there's also a lot of opportunities you know like i think there's a lot of people like that between impact and new japan like there's a lot of good spots there there's a lot of good indies I, out I, there that people are making livings on now um, yeah and, and there and there are like there's other lanes going on you know we just announced on rwa aj alexander signed with um i think it's all japan's dojo yes uh so he, you know, he's getting that shot. He's going to work under Tajiri. He's going to get that lane internationally. And it's so important that we remember that U.S. wrestling is not that far away from Japanese wrestling anymore because of the internet. Maybe the styles are different, but they're not far away. It's not impossible for me to find a New Japan show. In fact, it's super easy now compared to 10 years ago when I had to freaking buy bootleg DVDs from some shady guy on eBay for $25. Like, <laughs> excuse me. And it might be the same guy we all bought DVDs from. But the the point of the matter is is that there are lanes still. It's just I was hoping that there would have been a path that is more secure for my guys, my gals, the people that I work with on the reg. Um, because we got a lot of talent in pro wrestling right yes. now. A ridiculous amount of talent. Some, some, probably the most talent I've seen in pro wrestling in terms of pure athleticism, where they also can speak on the mic. It's ridiculous that these kids that are coming up are natural at pro wrestling. They get story because they've been eating it since they were so young, and we haven't 
hidden the concept of storytelling from them the way maybe it was done a few years back. Now they're growing up, understanding the full spectrum of the business. Now we just need to teach them the safety aspects of it and polish some stuff up. And they're coming out and putting out these banger matches. Matt Yeager, first match at 2PW, opened the show against Gorgeous Gregory. Mm -hmm. Those two guys are young as hell, hungry as hell, and they put on a phenomenal opening match. And they're all, they're super young. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's just they just came out of school. So so I, I think I think because you're talking about the path and, and, and that, you know, maybe being easier for other people coming up. I, I, I think I think I think you're missing part of the path that has happened, because one thing that, that has happened is you have quality talent now across at least three major promotions, two, three ish. It depends on how you define promotions, I guess, that now say, you know, I, I you know, my understanding is you know what's one of the biggest things like as a new wrestler you can say is somebody asks who's your trainer right and your answer right. can open doors for you and now right. you have people on AEW WWE Ring of Honor that they can say who's your trainer and at least th- and those three people can say Brandon K so now I think there's a door open for people that train through Brandon K just like and, and that's a good point and and know. i think everyone in this area we all know there's yeah. there's they're like a handful of trainers and a couple others that are yeah. coming up but, but, I, yeah, like, but like, like, like there's a lot of there's people, names there's a lot of people on tv that we talk about that have been on the show that everybody's talking about that can name super hentai marshall gambino and maybe chris larusso as as chris LaRusso, trainer, quinn magnum and, and quinn magnum that, that got them there right and i only bring up brandon k because he's the one with the solidified school and everything. And I don't know, I don't think the others are anchored anywhere. Uh, schooling wise. I know one I has been so. work. I know one is working with one school, but I don't know what the relationship um, publicly is. The, the, um, the point of the point of yeah, the matter, but the I point think, is, you, yeah, you have a good point. And, mm-hmm. and, and it does, it does mean a lot that we can say, like when you look at Pittsburgh, it, when you watch a week of national television, including NXT right now, you are watching, um, rise to two three sometimes depending on how deep you're going into television if you want to watch uh lady frost and victor benjamin do their stuff um in in online um a lot of people that are coming out of the stronghold and there's a lot of people also that you know brit brit is an example of that like that were trained from pittsburgh and those are guys that names that mm-hmm. you and i know mm-hmm. that that mike knows um because we talk about them incessantly you know, and and I'm sure every area has those three or four teachers, trainer, mm-hmm. you know, schools. That if you are coming from this area, Nebraska or wherever, and you're taught by this person, instantly that's an yeah. oh, send me your stuff. It's like who's your who's your monster factory of the area? Who's your, right. uh, you know, uh, sorry, that's the only school that came out of my head. Who's your uh, Create a Pro? Create a Pro? Create a Pro. That's a, well, of course that's a WWE guy in in uh, um, uh, Brian Myers. Um, but, but still like, like, you know, all those things. Or, know? uh, Booker T does still reality wrestling. Reality wrestling, uh, Promise Braxton that we know from Rise, uh, started, started, uh, with Stronghold, went down there and has been, is now, uh, has been their champion. Uh, she, she just, uh, came back for Came a, back up. Yeah, yeah. Came back up for a, for a showcase. Um, and go, my God, can I say, um, watching back, uh, formerly in London, Ali, somebody else has been on the show. I, I ha- I've only seen clips and stuff as she's been in reality of wrestling, I, you know, watching that progress. But watching her come out on a Rise show um, and seeing that 
difference in confidence from the last time I've we filmed her matches. Holy shit! <laughs> like she's a whole different woman, and and is and and my God, she's gonna go somewhere. Um, uh, 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 Buddy I, Wayne, I that... Buddy Wayne Academy in Pacific Northwest. Everybody's everybody, call your hood out. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, give call. give give your props to the teachers you know exactly. out there for wrestling who are making this business better. Because be there are a lot of shitty schools out there, and we preach up and down. And, you know, the guys that work in the business, you know, not just myself, but the wrestlers, too. Like, do your research before you sign up to the school. Don't sign up to the first Mm -hmm. school that's five minutes away from your house because Mm -hmm. it's not always. But there's a lot of teachers out there and they are they are reputable. They have paperwork. They have resumes. I I think you are are doing a job interview. Any young wrestlers who are watching this or want to join the business. Remember, when you sign up for a school, you are interviewing them for the right. You're paying them for the opportunity to be trained they are getting your money so be vigilant in your training don't think you have to go there because it's the first person who said and yeah we'll mm-hmm, train you sure mm-hmm, talk mm-hmm. to multiple schools before you sign up and give talk them to deposit. research it 100%. um into the point i know i know like moxley's book brought this up he went to uh luthez well he stumbled on him but but really stuck with it because that was a heartland was a pathway developmental for wwe at the time um, like, like something like that. Like, you know, some people and not everybody has the ability to, I'm going to move to Florida and be part of the Dudley boys Academy. I'm not going to, I'm going to move to Davin, Davenport, Des Moines, Iowa, wherever black and bold is with Seth, with Seth Rollins, right? Black and brave. Black and brave. Yes. Um, you know, like, like that, that is one path, but there is also, Oh shit! I'm in Pittsburgh, and this school in Uniontown has people every week on like three different programs. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a big thing for you, right? Yeah, not um, everyone has the ability to move down to Florida or no, move down no. to Carolina and sign up for QT. We understand yeah. that, but for every you know, I, I I preach about several schools in this area. I will, if you ask me, I'm not going to name them here because I don't want to give them credit. There are some schools out there in this area that are very close to me that I would not. If you said, Absolutely. "Hey, what do you think about this school?" I'd be like, "Get the fuck away from yeah. them." Yeah, and and, and, uh, and just because we, we and we work with them on their classes on Thursday nights, um, you know, MV. Oh, school, they're fine. You yeah. know, uh, uh, MV, 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 MV school as well. You know, who has some great people that have had TV experience, have done some stuff. You know, have gotten exposure. You know, uh, um, you know, internationally, uh, and 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 they have um, people coming in doing classes with them that have been on TV, that have gotten people on TV. You know, uh, uh, up in the New Can area, um, like, and they're getting safe reps. That's the big thing. That's Watching the thing. those, well, that's the thing. Safe reps I, against established I, talent. And I know, I know, Rise is doing some great stuff down there, but I. I got to I got to say say this for this and this this is this is like and and I think everybody's got a good relationship um on that end too from my understanding. So um the see what the MV school has been doing and that they you know they've been doing weekly shows and now those trainees who to my knowledge maybe 6 months to a year in the business are now popping up on every fucking show we do in the area. Yep. Okay? And are stronger than some people that have been in the business for two years and that's because their first reps were in front of a camera mm-hmm. and they were learning and they had active feedback so when you do the, sh- the stream for 880 um they are going to be able to watch those matches back 
instantly mm-hmm. and instantly have feedback on okay this could be better this could be better this could be better and they're not it's not like it's two trainees wrestling each other and hey go throw the seven minutes out there yep mm, nope it's okay. you're wrestling uh you're wrestling mv or you're wrestling the runway or you're wrestling mm-hmm. uh keith hot you know you're wrestling people who are have been in this business for a while and know mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. only how to put a match together, but also how to protect you. There was a really, um, I think you you you're aware of this too. Um, there's one promotion that we work with that had that was uh, uh, trying to give reps to a lot of younger talent that didn't really have the opportunity. And, and there was like a horrible problem where half of the show was matches with people that did not know how to work a crowd, like yes. at all, and it was just killing the shows for a while there. And this is something that they don't have a problem with um, because, it, again, there is even if there's five people in the crowd because it's a free show, it's out there, it's been cold uh, <laughs> through the winter, like they have something, right? Um, and they can go back and see what that looks like. Like, you know, most schools have trainer matches and stuff, and maybe there's a camera up in the corner, but it's not a three-camera shoot <laughs> with commentary, right, to see what is being accented and, and, and everything like that and the character work and everything. And I think that's 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 going to be the next you know, also stronghold, I think is going to be like that. Like, like that's the vibe, you know, that's the, that's the, the something, something is happening here. Just like something was happening with rise. Something's happening with the stronghold. And that's why we've, you know, said, what the fuck do you need? You know, (laughs) where, how can we help? And then, you know, again with this, it's like, you guys got something going on here. You know, 2PW has something going on and is re-getting something going on again. You know, like, it, like, this, like, there's a, 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 a I, you know, trying there's, to There's my, something in the air. There's a sense of magic on yeah. a new project like that, you know, um, and, and everybody I work with now is somebody that I feel some kind of magic, some kind of growth opportunity for them and and want to help shove that in the right direction. That's why we 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 feature their content on YouTube. That's why we feature we talk about them on this show and give that time because I'm I don't talk about shit that I'm not fucking excited about on this show, okay? Um I I, I rarely bring somebody on to promote something that I don't believe in. You know, and and you know, let them drone on about a show I don't give a shit about. You know, that's not a thing that I fucking allow on this show anymore. Um, unless ha- it's me. Unless it's Mike, and <laughs> trying to because Sorgo let me drone on about fucking anything. So let me sell me on this WWE show and draft I don't give a shit about. Uh, Sorg, so- I you still need to watch. You know what, Sorg? If you want your dark and elevation fix. Mm-hmm. Go go to your go to the cock, find level up. Why do I want to do that? Your dark, I, that's that's your dark and elevation. Fit. I got my Impact Wrestling. I just started watching again today. I got uh, uh, my Ring of Honor Club. I got <laughs> literally Sork. some literally somebody sent a group message that says, "Hey, who wants to buy this DVD?" And it's like a uh, Midnight Express reunion uh, Ring of Honor DVD, um, and it's got like Brian Danielson and, and somebody on, on it. And I'm just like, "No, I have Honor Club." Uh, so, anyways. <laughs> Um, I got Mike. I got plenty, and plus, I need to research New Japan in the next week. So, so, um, for bu- for 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 business, um, no, it, it's uh, God, I don't know, got time for level up. I <laughs> Sork, it's a half hour show. I yeah, I know. <laughs> it's bite sized Who's the commentators on that? 
Um, Not... it's Vic Joseph and um, oh, what's his name? It's gonna bug me. Uh oh, it's a, it's a, there, there's there's a new guy. It used to be um, uh, the guy that just left the company, but they they brought in a new person whose name I don't remember right now. But um, they're good. He told me it was either GQ Money or Jeremy Borash. Even if you told me it's Sapolsky, I'd be in. <laughs> what the no, I, I know he does something over there. What does Sapolsky do? Because I've seen him at so many indie shows. He's a scout, I think. He's a he's just officially a scout? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for like uh, Dark Talent and stuff like that. Well, that, that makes sense. That, especially the yeah. shows I've seen him on. That and, makes and plus, sense. Plus, Sorg, every episode of Level Up has a Kelly Kincaid in it. That is just wonderful. Oh yeah, no, my okay. my cousin. Yes, your cousin she, Kelly. Connect. She is the with with all with all deference to to Byron and to Kayla and to Mackenzie mm-hmm. Mitchell. Um, Kelly Kincaid is my favorite backstage interviewer in WWE. Hey, um, and I hope I got her name right. Lexi Nair with AEW. Lexi Nair. Can yes. I can I talk about a a beef I got with the use of Lexi Nair recently? Sure. Okay, this is a little thing. This is not a big thing. This is not. This is not a heat with. I think Lexi is fantastic. We're gonna blow this up into the biggest fucking problem with AEW today. Just wait for it. It's gonna be great. But I think she is being underutilized as the. Uh, I don't want to say vanilla backstage. Uh, uh, um, uh, interview. Although her her at the start being rushed away at, at the beginning of firm deletion, I thought was interesting. Was fun. Um. Do you remember the interview show she used to do early on yeah. on the YouTube channel? Wasn't that mm-hmm. fucking... She interviewed Abaddon, which was great. It was always like this awkward interview kind of thing, and it was... it, but, it, it was pretty much Sorg. It's pretty much a precursor to Hey EW. Hey, I was going to say, they have RJ City now, and they but, have Renee Paquette. But they she don't was really so need, good, like, and that's, that's what makes me sad, you know, because she was so good and, and had some personality and had that awkward comedic timing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wish, I wish, I wish she had. So, so that shows me she has more than just being a backstage announcer, right? Um, you know, I, 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 I just want to see her in another. And maybe, and honestly, maybe she's backstage doing some fantastic stuff like behind the scenes that she's she's pushing forward, right? Um, so, but I just know she's not on my TV doing amazing things as much as she used to be on YouTube. So I would respectfully like her to get back to like something like that, that shows her off more. Um, so sorry. That's, that's, that was just a little like thing. No, that, I'm, that's like, fine. I'm just like, every time it's like, Oh, Oh good. You still work here, man. I wish they gave you some more, you know, uh, kind of thing. Like, like, you know, she was, and every once in a while, she does a little bit of the the stuff, but it's so you know backstage interviews or backstage interviews. You know, I don't think RJ City is absolutely appreciated in his backstage. Uh, RJ City role. still, I don't think has even really been on Dynamite. Oh, he has. He's interviewed. Oh, I've, I've, I've a couple of times. Yeah. yeah, he's been. Sorry, it's 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 been. A he's month. been Renee number two sometimes. Okay, mm-hmm. but I, I I have to say, Hey W, still has not missed. Mm-mm. Sheeta, is Carter, it Sheeta? The I Sheeta learned, episode? Yes. My God. I learned Get it, Getting so Sheeta much. to say, that doesn't work for me, brother, is <laughs> one of my favorite things I've ever heard in my life. Um, I learned Sheeta has a YouTube channel, and it is something else. Um, so, um, yeah, no, uh, because 
Uh, I also follow Oscars, and I haven't looked at it for a while because it was always just her. Like I went and saw, got a store, went to the store, and and it's her like walk around, do this. Uh, Sheeta does pole dancing and and talks about things while sitting in the bathtub. Huh? Yeah. Um. So that's out there, and you know, um, hit that uh, hit that bell. Um, I guess. <laughs> so. That's what I learned in wrestling today, which is a good segue. Tony Kincaid, what'd you learn in wrestling today, this week? Um, gosh, that we should never look at Brock Lesnar's face when he tells us to. It just ends. Poorly. I forget who it was. I think it was at uh, what's her Dakota? I think is her name. Um, the one, the one uh, um, uh, interviewer um, out there. And, and they were like, somebody give me a gif of Brock looking straight in the camera and says, what was it? I want to fight you or something like that. Mm-hmm. It is unsettling. Haunting. And I, it's, it's haunting. haunting. It is haunting. But I need to save it for the right time in my, <laughs> in my four. Because, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so, my God. So, so someone attacks your camera people again? We're going to fight. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Got I, that brand synergy. Yes, yes, and I'll send that to almost anybody, except trying to think who in the Indies still scares me enough that I wouldn't send it to them anymore. Most of them have gotten signed, so I'm I'm pretty good right now. Shane Taylor, I wouldn't send it to Shane Taylor. That's fair. <laughs> so, um, by the way, Shane Taylor, I love you. Because I know you, you like a lot of our shit, but I love when I have put the goofiest thing out. Like, I believe it was a picture of me in the cheese hut at the airport. And then I see a like by, and, and his title just says, The Baddest Man of All Time. And sometimes <laughs> I'm like, Oh God, what did I do? <laughs> so, um, just, just a uh, Shane Taylor appreciation post here. Man, Mike, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? Oh God, I, I learned a lot. Um, I, I, so I learned something from NXT tonight. So apparently uh, they tweeted out a video where it was someone in a hoodie watching um, the attacks in the NXT parking lot. Oh, yeah. And that's all well and good. That's all fun. Um, but they tweeted it out, too. And Mustafa Ali goes, great concept. Because <laughs> <laughs> because of retribution. Uh-huh. Then Dijak responded. If you ask people to start dressing like this to sabotage the show, please count me out. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Masse responded, honestly, the black was slimming. <laughs> and that's what I learned. <laughs> that's what I learned. Retribution makes you look slimmer. I, love- I just like I just like that we're no longer running away from prior stories. Mm-hmm. Like just mm-hmm. just must say oh, on Twitter they, a on Twitter they never have. Mm-mm. On Twitter they never have run away. But from even even stories. even during like WrestleMania, I haven't been on the show for a while. So like when WrestleMania and they talked about PWG and El Generico got mentioned, I lost my shit. Like I was. Oh, I didn't know. He, I didn't know they mentioned El Generico. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and they even mentioned like um, I I, I still think it's crazy that uh, little Brody mm-hmm. was on like he, he he walks in both worlds now like really yeah well, I haven't I haven't watched back the show so like oh, I, I haven't uh, seen any of the commentary or shots Cody before the match handed his ring belt to little Brody oh it was ringside oh yeah 
I didn't realize that was him. And, I, that's, and that's who Solo stole it from to use it on <gasps> See, you know, I didn't see that because the video would have been his Tron when that happened, probably. So, yeah, I would have had no idea. Okay. Yeah, it, it was it was nice. It was nice. I've yeah, learned, it was... I've learned that this cheese head is not the right size for my head. Well, you have a big ass head, and you're wearing headphones, so. Well, no, the headphones are mm-hmm. down. Oh, it's and falling. also the, the cheese, cheese the cheese heads, I don't believe come in sizes. Well, there was a bigger one at the store uh, on the other side of the security gate, so. And plus, um, it's foam. You just have to mash it onto your head. Uh yeah, it's kind of happening. I need, I need to form d- it. I need to sleep with it ever- on. Have you ever done the uh, hanger trick where you put it on your head and it forces your head to turn? What? Okay. Get a get, try this at home and for everyone at home. No, uh, no, please don't try anything with a hanger. We don't want to get sued. We don't want to get sued. Just look up a as as a part time owner of Russell Mayhem show. This is completely no. Look it up on YouTube. If you put it on your head, it will set off a reflex, and you will turn your head the direction of where the hanger hook is. Plastic hangers only, please. It doesn't work with metal hangers, and you shouldn't own metal hangers in 2023 anyway, you psychos. Hey, you can't you can't control what the laundromat gives you. I can control whatever I want. I'm Tony fucking cocaine Kincaid. Sometimes too. Sometimes (laughs) Tony cocaine. Show title. <laughs> Secondary gimmick. You always have to have one in the to back my pocket. Friend. <laughs> you always have to have one in the back pocket, you know what I mean? You think I'll get flagged for calling this Tony, Tony cocaine? cocaine and his podcast friend Matt? Fuck. I was having a good show until now. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Cut the tape. <laughs> Cut the shit, Sork. <laughs> Tony Kent cocaine and rats in a trench coat. Yeah. Great. <laughs> we'll see if that gets flagged later. We'll see what that does in uh, Mid Journey. Tina says, <clears throat> I've learned two things in wrestling. 17,000 singing along to Chom- Chombia? Chombia? Yeah. Okay. Chef's Kiss. Yeah, that was fucking great. Mm-hmm. Zelina's mom and the assist uh, with the uh, Chonkla? Yeah. God bless. Oh, yeah. The. the, the the, the flip flop, the flip flop thing. Oh my god! We're like, we're, we're like, if you, if we're, we're, if you had a Puerto Rican mother, you know what this means, <laughs> or something. I was waiting for a fucking Santana and Ortiz to should just crash it, like shows called Takeover, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that'd be a nice debut, wouldn't it? Um. So, oh my god, Tony Kincaid, thank you for joining us. As always, it has been my your pleasure, not mine. I I don't always uh, agree with your opinions. Maybe less so than Mad Mike sometimes, but I do appreciate you being on the show. Thank you. Mad Mike, well, we know what I think about your opinions. Well, yeah, of course. My opinions are like assholes. Everyone has them, and, you know, they all stink. Yes, yes, but, you know, you have this podcast, so. Hey, I didn't say the thing I usually say on this thing. And I appreciate that. Don't start now. And I had opportunities to. Yes, you did. I was even going to make a joke, and I didn't make it, and you should be proud of me. No jokes. When you were talking about Lexi Nair, I was going to make a joke. I'm not even going to say the joke. But I'm not going to make the joke. I'll tell you off air. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, This has been your Wrestling Mayhem Show. We'll be back next week. Um, and I'm going to figure out who the guest is going to be. Uh, we'll we'll see what that's going to be. Um, who should see you guys Tuesday? See, see, see you guys Tuesday.
<laughs> Next week, Tony Cocaine, everyone. Tony Cocaine and Rats in a Trench Coat. Um, <laughs> shit. Uh... <laughs> What kind of week do you want to have next week? Do you want to talk about butts? We'll invite Emily Fear back. Uh, do you want to talk? I mean, we can always talk about butts. That's always, you know. We should have Bradley yeah. back. But I think we're too, I think we're past his bedtime, so. Oh, we should have Emily and Bradley on for the butts v. no butts debate. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. We should have, we have, should have Emily Fear and Emily Doyle on. So we can have a really confusing episode. So, sure. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, two two mics and two Emilys. Yeah, that won't be confusing at all. Yes. Uh, anyways, guys, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.